At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VEASAN's Big Game BetCast with Matt Brown and Mike Pritchard. Here's Gil Alexander. Back on the BetCast, nothing to see here. Three and out for the Rams in the final 30 seconds. They punt it away and a kneel down for the Bengals. We go to the locker room with the score 13 to 10 in favor of the Rams. And that gives us our opportunity to kick it over to Circa for the halftime festivities. Stormy Bonatoni running point over there. Take it away, Stormy. Thank you so much, Gil. Appreciate it. We are live in downtown Las Vegas at Circa Sportsbook, and we've got a close one, which means a fun one for all of the fans out here at the Sportsbook. But, of course, the most pressing issue is the injury update on Odell Beckham Jr. for the Rams. The Rams have said that he is questionable in this game, had a non-contact injury to his left knee. Of course, we saw OBJ score the opening touchdown with cash for numerous betters at 9-1 to one or 5-1. to one. He had a plus 120 anytime touchdown. He's 12 yards shy of what his receiving yards prop was for the day. So definitely going to keep an eye on him, but so unfortunate for a player that we know is so impactful. So what will that mean for the Rams moving forward in this game? Obviously, the rushing attack has not been there for them as of just yet. We do have in terms of what the the live line is in this game, Bengals plus three and a half as of right now. The total from the opening number of 48 and a half to 46 and a half. Bengals at plus 160. So we're seeing a line eerily similar here at halftime to what we saw throughout the week with regards to this game. Um, a lot to cover, though. Remember, VEASAN is in the middle of our free 56 hours of audio and video coverage on VEASAN.com. Following the game today, we're going to have a special edition of Follow the Money with Polly and Mitch here at 11 p.m. Eastern time. Then the look ahead with Scott Skydenberg will complete our big game coverage. VEASAN, the sports betting network, has Everything you need for all of your Super Bowl coverage. And we are going to roll along. Not only are we doing it big here down at Circus Sportsbook, but we're doing it even bigger up at Stadium Swim. Sean King, Super Bowl champ himself, and Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap Halftime Show, are hanging out at Stadium Swim. What's your guys' feel been on this game so far, fellas? Yeah, Stormy, uh, it felt early on, Sean, like this one, you know, might be the Rams running away. Uh, the Bengals end up great play call. They incorporate Joe Mixon in the pass game. He gets a little bit uh, success running the ball, and they completely uh, fooled the Rams defense. And now it's 13 to 10. Uh, by the way, anyone who had the first half under, congratulations. That was able to come home. Never in doubt. Anyone, because that was 23 and a half, by the way, and the botch hold by Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker is not my friend right now. By the way, let's just talk about Johnny Hecker real quick. 
Johnny Hecker's short punt on the Rams' first drive gave the Bengals decent enough field position, so they ultimately try to go for it on fourth down. What was one of my favorite plays? <laughs> Bengals punt on their first drive. Thank you, Johnny Hecker. He drops the snap, and I loved Rams minus three first half, and it is a push. So, hey, it is what it is. Let's now analyze this game, though, Sean. Uh, I want to get right to it. Odell Beckham Jr., we saw Jamison Williams go out in the national championship. That was a game changer that ultimately led to Georgia winning the national championship. Already Robert Woods is, is lost for the season. We already knew that this wide receiver core was rather thin. Odell was playing fantastic so far. I mean, that looks scary. Non-contact contact injury, Sean. So how big is that moving forward for this Rams offense? Well, it's huge. And here's the issue that Sean McVay is faced with. You mentioned they'd already lost Robert Woods. Not to lose Odell Beckham. Remember, they didn't have Tyler Higby. Yeah, no Tyler well. Higby. Yeah. So that's three of the guys that have taken the majority of the reps. So once you go to the backups, they're not as precise. They don't have as many, you know, repetitions at running and seeing certain looks. So McVay's going to have to get creative. But I don't want to overlook the fact that Matthew Stafford played an unbelievable first half. Even the interception wasn't a, a it was a third down play. It was almost like a punt. Right. Anyway, so it didn't hurt him. But he's really in his rhythm. So losing Odell is going to be an issue because him and Jefferson have not looked as in tune as he was with, with Odell. So hopefully he's healthy. But as I looked at the first half and we go into halftime, I think it's the Bengals that have the momentum. They're the team that has balance on offense. Not only is Odell injured, the Rams have not been able to run the football. I mean, Cam Akers has been able to get nothing going. Four yards. Or Daryl Henderson. So when you look at the second half, it's the Bengals, I think, that are in a better position. Yeah, and you can get plus money right now on the money line. You heard uh, Stormy talk about it uh, heading into uh, starting this halftime show. Bengals plus three and a half right now, DraftKings Sportsbook. So a plus price uh, on uh, on the Bengals, and, and honestly, you know, we, we, we analyze this game so much pregame and where we sit right now, and I know you were on the Bengals pregame. I, I tend to agree with you right now. With the loss of Odell Beckham, I mean, that's the issue, right, with this Rams team, which is why I didn't love them preseason. They have stars, but what's the after the stars? With no Woods, no Odell, no running game right now, it, it's, it's a lot of pressure on Stafford. It's a lot of pressure on Cup. Van Jefferson, they have to find someone else to step up in the in the game outside of Cooper Cup because he can't do it all here, Sean. And he can't, and, and I think everyone talked about the Rams and their defense. And I said, you know, I thought they're a good defense, not a great defense. Get a Bengals some credit. Yep. Bengals defense is, you know, they've given up some plays, but overall, holding that offense at 13 points is a big deal. But if the Bengals can run the football and have balance, Burrow has settled down. He's starting to hit T. Higgins. He's starting to find Jamar Chase, who, by the way, is on pace for eight catches and 124 yeah. yards. And that could potentially put him in the MVP conversation. He's that good. And I just think when you look at it, Coach Taylor, he's telling his team, we're right where we need to be. So as we look at what you can wager on in the second half, I love Bengals' money line in the second half. I think they come out and do enough not to just cover the three-and-a-half number, but to win the game outright. Yeah, they'll get the ball to start the second half as well. They won the opening toss. They deferred to the second half. 
and uh, they trail 13 to 10. Uh, just taking a look at what we've seen so far uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook. It was 14 to one for a non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass. So a pretty nice hit there. I mean, those are the types of prop bets that we always talk about. You know, in the long run, it's certainly more on the value side to play the no on these extravagant props. But if you're just playing it, like many of our listeners probably are, taking a flyer, a shot in the dark, Joe Mixon throws a touchdown pass. I believe it was the first touchdown pass by a running back in the Super Bowl since like 1980. And it, it, the impact of having an extra week, Joe Mixon probably got a, t a 10 extra reps because of the extra week of practice on throwing the ball, knowing the different kind of throws he could make. Great play call by Zach Taylor. Yeah. I mean, not being afraid to take that risk. And it actually impacted another prop bet, but that prop bet had already gone over, which was more than two and a half people to throw a pass. Yep. Unfortunately for you, it came at your expense because you had Rams minus three and the extra point yeah. that turned into an interception. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a rough first half for your boy uh, on some plays. So, hey, that's the that's the beauty of gambling, right? Nine and a half, first half, first quarter. If Joe Mixon catches the ball out of the break shot, yeah. out of there, they run it into uh, they run it into the end of the first quarter. He drops it, and ultimately they kick a field goal, ten points. So, hey. For those who faded me, they're feeling great right now. They're like, great, over first quarter. Uh, well, I guess we push no matter what right. uh, in, the, in the first half. Um, all right, so Matthew Stafford right now, uh, his number was 279 and a half. If you played over, he's got 156 yards passing right now. If you have an over ticket, how are you feeling right now with Matthew Stafford passing because of the loss now to Odell? How, what well, do a, they do? There's a duality to the answer. I'm feeling really good because the Bengals' pass rush is not overwhelmed the Rams offensive line. Henderson got a sack early, but it was more the running back, not Whitmore, off of the block. Right. Other than that, you know, Stafford, for the most part, has had decent time. The part that would concern me is Odell not being available after not having Tyler Higby available for this game. So some guys that aren't used to having to make plays are going to have to step up for this Rams team. Matthew Stafford already over his touchdown props. It was heavily juiced to the over at minus 225 at DraftKings, but that comes home a touchdown pass to Cooper Cup, which, by the way, Sean, that was the most bet prop at DraftKings Sportsbook, a Cooper Cup anytime touchdown that comes home. And, you know, it, it felt like early on, and this is well, one of the reasons why I like Rams in the first half, like we saw in the Tampa Bay game, even a little bit in the San Francisco game, they had that turnover in the end zone, Sean. It felt like, man, they were they were humming. And to your point about the Bengals, right? What have we seen with the Bengals? Against the Chiefs, second half team. We've seen them kind of come alive here. They get the ball to start the second half. So once again, your positioning on the Bengals, uh, if people out there right now, uh, and Odell Beckham Jr.'s injury, I, I do think in-game live on the Bengals is, is certainly a good and, look. And it's a testament to Zach Taylor and his staff because it's the adjustments that they've been able to make at halftime to put their guys in better positions. So one of the things that I think you can anticipate is Cup getting a lot more double coverage now with Odell not being available, really having that secondary, you know, focus on, on containing him because you have to think if you're pulling for the Bengals that if we can minimize Cup's impact, we'll take our chances with the rest of these Rams skilled players, you know, beating us. Well, we're going to send it back to Stormy Bonatoni here uh, in just a second. Uh, I do want to get your thoughts, and we'll get to this maybe on the other side, about this long halftime. You've been through it. You know, what What do you do during this long halftime? Who does it benefit more? Uh, so we'll do that on the other side, 13 to 10. Uh, and uh, Stormy, entertaining first half and kind of what we all expected. Uh, pretty close game, right on the number at the half, right on the point. 
points uh, right on the total as well. No doubt, Tim. And I was with you suffering the push there, betting the Rams minus three for the first half. But it did certainly seem like the, the Odell Beckham injury just could cause such a shift moving forward in this one. We do have a second half number for you here at Circus Sportsbook. The Bengals are getting a half a point, the over under 24 points. If you want to bet the Bengals to win the second half, you are still getting plus money at plus 120 in terms of the live line, plus 160 at the majority of books I'm seeing and three and a half being your number there. Um, we will get into more from Tim and Sean, as they said, up at Stadium Swim and get the reaction on how long this halftime show is and what these players are thinking from the locker room. We'll also hear from our rules guru, Mike Pereira, during the halftime break, get his opinion on some of the flags that have been called so far. And that wonky, was it, wasn't it a two-point attempt? You won't want to miss it as we continue our nightcap halftime report here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, as part of our 56 live hours of free audio and video coverage. Plenty more on the halftime report when we come back. Stay right here. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap Halftime Show, live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Today, our own Brent Musburger sat down with legendary sports better Billy Walters for just his second public interview ever. 60 minutes and V-SIN, the full hour of this exclusive interview with one of the most feared sports bettors of our time. Currently available on vsin.com. Watch the full interview for free just right here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Stormy Bon and Tony with you as the nightcap halftime show rolls on. Rams leading the Cincinnati Bengals 13-10. Keep in mind, Sean McVay, since he took over at the helm of Los Angeles, his squad is 47-1 with a halftime lead. But we know the Bengals surely have something to say about that as we bring in our awesome rules analyst here. Of course, you know him from seeing him on the Fox uh, broadcast throughout the year and a longtime officiant. You got to tell us what your opinion is on this game so far. We know the total for flags was going to be nine and a half, ten and a half, just three so far. Yeah, just three and really three ridiculous ones. <laughs> I mean, they're not three penalties that are judgment calls or things. These are just 
you know, non-discipline penalty. I've never seen an inactive player get flagged. I mean, an inactive player running onto the field and then getting flagged, costing them 10 yards, a half the distance penalty of the 10, and then he's going to get fined. I mean, what a Super Bowl he's had. So how does that happen? Is that just excitement? You're in the Super Bowl, want yeah. to get on TV? Like, I, what's going through his mind? I guess maybe he wanted to get on TV. Aye, he aye, knew he aye. wasn't going to get in as a player. But, you know, Stormy, to me, if I look at the game from my perspective, officiating is not at all a part of the story. I mean, there's been three penalties, but against the Rams, one was a delay a game and one was a false start. Those are discipline penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the taunt against Cincinnati. But it's been a clean game. I haven't seen much that has been missed. Possibly on the Cincinnati pass near the goal line early, the grab of the T-shirt that I think really helped keep Ramsey in the play a little bit. That That's kind of one of those iffy ones that might get called. Um, but I, I think they've done a really terrific job. And you think of it, I mean, we're in the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't want the officiating to be part of the story. Well, three penalties, no instant replay reviews, no expedited reviews, no video assistance. So, I mean, I, I know that Walt Anderson and his group that are on site um, at SoFi are really pretty pleased at this point. And this is something we expected at least a, a little bit with regards to both of these teams that were among the least penalized in the league this regular season to begin with as well. Um, but I had to get your opinion as well on the the was it, wasn't it, a two-point attempt, was an interception? Like, how did that go through your mind as it was happening? Well, the, I mean, really what I've kept thinking about initially was if the defense gets the ball, they can score two points. So then all of a sudden I'm thinking, okay, well, they didn't get, they didn't get, they didn't make it. And then we talk about, was it a pass attempt? Was it not a pass attempt? Was it an unsuccessful, a lot of chaos as to how it would be judged statistically. So that's been the most interesting thing so far. Yeah, that's the biggest question mark that everybody's wanting to to know as of right now. We'll see if there is another two-point attempt later so that it's never in doubt. But uh, really great information as always. Mike Pereira, we appreciate you so much. We'll hear from you throughout the rest of the Big Game BetCast. But now let's go up to our guys, Sean King and Tim Murray, back at Stadium Swim as they continue to unpack what we've seen so far and what's to come in the Super Bowl. All right, thanks, Stormy. And uh, you know, we're we're watching the halftime show behind us. Uh, you know, one that uh, one that a lot of people were were interested in. Sean. I mean, what an environment! I mean, and it's been fantastic. Oh my gosh! I it, mean, it, it has been fantastic. Yeah, and I think we actually almost predicted a couple of the things. Yeah, uh, they brought out Fifty Cent. They brought out. We got was, a little in the club. That was the surprise guest yeah. there. Uh, but we talked about it with Roy Wood Jr. earlier this week on the nightcap, talking about. Uh, they started with Dr. Dre. Yeah, started with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, uh, but. The reason I bring that up here, Sean, is that you have been through this halftime, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember who the halftime act was. I think Shania Twain was involved. Yeah, she was. Uh, so back in uh, you know 19 years ago. But the question, the reason I bring that up, right now the Bengals and, and Rams are locked in a three-point game. Massive adjustments are being made. We talked about the Odell Beckham Jr. injury, Sean. So how, as a player, because you're so routine-based, how different is this I mean, it's, uh, not a, it's not a big deal. I mean, really? you knew okay. about it coming in. You know, you prepare for it in practice. You know, you actually simulate it, you know, at least once or twice. Do you? Okay. Yeah, especially when you get that extra week. So when you get in these situations as a player, you understand there are going to be ups and downs during the course of the game. There are going to be things that get you on a high because of the success and things that could potentially get you on a low because of the failure. Perfect example is the penalty the young man got for running on the field. Right, which is a boneheaded play. But as a player, okay, he shouldn't have did that. We move to the next play. You, 
can't let right. stuff linger. You have to figure out how to make the next play the most important play. And that's what this halftime is about, making sure that, you know, we're locked in on all of the adjustments that we want to implement come the second half. How do we want to attack the ways that we're deficient, you know, and be more productive in those areas? And, you know, that's what you're doing right now. So, Sean, uh, just taking a look back at some of, uh, of what we've seen so far. So, once again, 13 to 10. Stormy brought up the, the interesting nugget, Sean McVay, 47-1 uh, and one when leading at the half. Interestingly enough, that one loss came back in Week 18 with the 49ers. This Bengals team have kind of been the cardiac kids, right? That's been their, uh, I don't know want to say narrative, but that's kind of what they've done so far. So, you know, Sean McVay historically has really done well uh, in this spot. What about Zach Taylor here, do you think? What I guess, let's look at the Bengals. We talked about the adjustments for the Rams. What adjustments are the Bengals going to make here to, to ultimately try to hoist the Lombardi? Well, I think on offense, just about efficiency. Just being a little more efficient, especially on third down. A couple times looked like everyone wasn't on the same page. And a couple drives that they could have extended, you know, they ended up having to punt. Defensively, how do we get more pressure on Matthew Stafford? Is it by... Being a little more aggressive now from a blitz standpoint, knowing that they don't have their full complement of weapons. You know, Higby was not available from the start of the game. Odell Beckham is now out for the remainder of the game. So does that allow us now to get a little more aggressive because we aren't as worried about the man-to-man -man matchups? Still pay attention to Cooper Cup, but knowing that we can cover Jefferson and Blanton and some of these other guys in man-to-man. -man. So... When you think about this offense now for the – actually, I want to go – I want to switch it to the Bengals because all the talk had been Bengals offensive line. The Bengals offensive line stinks. They gave up a, a, a sack or two, I think. Was it one sack or it one sack? One sack. Uh, one sack each. So if you played an over prop, uh, you're sitting at two total sacks right now. But how would you say the offensive line for the Bengals has held well, up so uh, again, far? Again, the best pass protection for Cincinnati is an effective run game. Right. And, and, and you've seen Joe Mixon in that 40 run game yards already. start to you know, be productive because now those defensive linemen have to play the run first and then rush the passer. So it's a combination of committing to running the run, being effective, running the ball, but also Joe's done a good job of getting the ball out of his hands. They haven't attempted many downfield passes, the one big play to Jamar Chase, but other than that, it's been intermediate to short-range passing game for the Bengals. By the way, if you're wondering about Jamar Chase, just take a look at some of the receiving perhaps. He hasn't gotten there. Sean, one of his plays uh, was over, over Jamar yards, Chase. Over that, catches. That was a huge reception. What a catch. Yeah. I mean, one-handed. A couple of them. The ball was behind him on the little flare Which round. is actually a run attempt. Yeah, right. So if you took a run uh, run prop, Jamar Chase right now is over on his rushing yards. It was a half, I think. Uh, he went for four yards, yeah. and uh, at DraftKings it was three and a half. So you're able to catch that because he caught that behind the line of scrimmage uh, but Jamar Chase right now is 62 yards uh, his over under was sitting at 79 and a half so you have to feel like you're in pretty good shape I mean the unfortunate one Sean is obviously going to be Odell Beckham Jr. if you played props he scored the game's first touchdown so that's a great hit uh, he scored the Rams first touchdown too but he had 52 yards certainly trending very much towards the over I, I would just be completely stunned Sean if we saw Odell Beckham in the second half yeah and, and more importantly I hope Odell's okay yeah. You know, been through so much. A, a great story. Yep. You know, things not working out in Cleveland. You know, them using him as a scapegoat, yeah. getting redemption of coming to the Rams and being a key reason, you know, why they're in the Super Bowl. Then scoring the first touchdown of the game, making people understand it wasn't him in Cleveland. So you feel your heart, you know, breaks for him. 
But as we've seen, guys can come back from these injuries. Remember Joe Burrow, one of the amazing things yeah. about his story is he tore his ACL last year. Last year. And yeah. here he is leading the team to the it, Super Bowl the following season. It really is unbelievable. Uh, C.J. Uzama does have one catch uh, for six yards, so he was able to, uh, to grab that as well. I'm going to send it back to Stormy. They're shooting off fireworks here, so <laughs> let's get it back to Stormy before our eardrums get blown out. Uh, Stormy, take it away. Yeah, you guys are having a party out there at Stadium Swim. It's been fun. We've been bobbing, weaving down here, having some fun of our own, listening to the halftime ch show um, as our background vocals to Sean and Tim up there at Stadium Swim. But again, the, the score right now at the half, 13 to 10. It looks as though the Bengals are getting a half a point for that second half line, plus 120 on the money line. Total in that one over under 24 for your second half numbers. As far as where we sit for the live line for the game, Bengals getting three and a half. The updated total 47 and a half. And if you like the Bengals money line to come back in this game, it's plus 160. And we know we've seen it this postseason already. We've seen it in two games against the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best in the NFL this year that the Bengals can certainly find a way to come back from a significant deficit and ultimately win a straight-up matchup. But can they do it in the biggest game of the year, their first Super Bowl in over 31 years and looking to hoist the Lombardi Trophy for the first time as well. When we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper into what the Rams may need to do to hang on to this short lead. Matt Stafford, uh, a lot of people had that interception scrap and they cashed in on it early. We will continue our conversation with the second half uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Keep it locked on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Nightcap Halftime Show, live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. VEASAN's got a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball National Championship on April 4th for just $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bets, emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out at VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today as we roll along here on the network with our 56 hours of free live audio and video coverage, the nightcap halftime show. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. And right now your score, obviously at halftime, the Los Angeles Rams lead the Bengals by three, 13 to 10. As far as the live line, the Bengals are getting three and a half, total 47 and a half. And we all know when this thing started, the closing number Rams minus four and a half favorites. Can they hold on to the lead like they have in 47 of 48 games under their head coach, Sean McVay, since 2017. That is their record, 47-1 and one when holding a halftime lead, the lone loss, Week 18, to the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to send it up to Stadium Swim, our guys Tim Murray and Sean King, to see if the Rams do hold on. What will it take, especially without their weapon in the receiving game of Odell Beckham Jr., who is questionable to return in this game? Yes, yeah, Stormy, and the ball will start in the hands of Joe Burrow. He's been a magic man uh, in the second half, Sean. Uh, you have been high on Joe Burrow on, and this Bengals team all week long leading up to this. What are your expectations here in the second half? Well, listen, the pressure is all on the Rams and Sean McVay. Zach Taylor has to feel like his team is in a great spot. As you mentioned, they get the ball first. I would anticipate an, great, an aggressive play calling series from Zach Taylor. They've identified some things in the Rams' defense 
they feel like they can attack. You're going to see them try and implement those things on this first drive. Having said that, Rams, it's going to have to get them in the mid-20s, I think, to win it. All right, there you go. All right, Stormy, let's uh, send it back to you guys and uh, get ourselves ready for a second half uh, here in the Super Bowl. Thank you so much, Tim. We're going to send it over to Gil Alexander and his crew for the big game betcast as we get set to kick off the second half of the Super Bowl. Take it away, Gil. Thank you, Stormy. Appreciate it. It is Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Mike Pritchard, Kelly Bidlin here at the South Point. Second half getting ready to start. Rather, seconds away, as a matter of fact. 13 to 10 Rams. 13 to 10 Rams. And uh, guys, as the uh, second half literally kicks off here, as Matt Gay kicks it off for the Rams. Remember, the Bengals uh, deferred in the first half. So they'll start it off here first and 10 after the touchback at their own 25 down three. Uh, I have the Bengals pre-flop plus four and a half. I grabbed them again at plus three and a half at that two-minute warning. Much It just, Mike, it, it just feels to me again with the Rams an unnecessary timeout. I think they botched, uh, you know, the situation there at the two minute warning where they ran a play. They shouldn't have, they should have just waited to the two minute warning. It was a third and one and they hastily threw the pick. Didn't come back to haunt them, but then on the closing sequence of the first half as well, Cooper cup failed to get out of bounds. Just a, a bunch of gaffes for the I Rams. I took some Bengals money line. You did. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not executing the way that they want. That's for sure. Um, and, and the Bengals being aggressive here. Oh boy. <laughs> Burrow. Burrow to Higgins. First play of the second half. Touchdown, Bengals. You guys grabbed that plus uh, situation perfectly then, right? Yes, well, he, well, he, well, Matt took a money line, so okay. Matt even did better than I did. Yeah. Uh, but that was a interesting play because Jalen Ramsey just fall down and he's looking for a, for a push or anything. He's looking for a flag. He didn't get one. T Higgins is the only man standing and Burrow hits him one play, six points, 75 yards, Burrow to Higgins, mm. Sean McVay, looking up at the big screen, wondering what the heck just happened. 16 to 13 Bengals, Jalen Ramsey, looking up, looking for help. Uh, here's the extra point from Evan McPherson to try to put the Bengals up four here in the opening moments of the second half. The snap, the hold, the kick. It's good. 17-13 Bengals. Matt, what number did you get them at? 170. Plus wow. 170. And I got plus four and a half mm -hmm. and plus three and a half riding on the Bengals myself. Ramsey's incredulous. He still doesn't understand what happened. Let's take a look at the replay here, Pritch. Uh, it is Ramsey is lined up against Chase initially. Um, Higgins is in the slot yeah. and then they cross Ramsey ends up on Higgins and does he just fall? He just falls kind of mm -hmm. just go to goes runs underneath him. Higgins didn't do anything. Didn't seem no. like they won't call that either. No. I mean, I know Ramsey's trying to look. Oh, for oh wait a minute. Why. That's why. <laughs> Hold back. on. Yes, he okay. did. Let me, let me explain <laughs> this though. As an offensive player, yes. they rarely call yes. PI against us, right? You get away with a lot. If anything, they're looking for something egregious. Now, that you could say grabbing the face mask, okay, that was over the mm -hmm. top. Uh, but if the back judge didn't see it, which he didn't, uh, then you got the field judge, who clearly obviously say, didn't see it. Well, yeah, and it's, that's a real hard angle, right? right. Because yeah. he's he's looking not necessarily like that, like if, if there's actual pass interference right. yeah, yeah, right. like going on, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and that explains why Jalen Ramsey is so incredulous. <laughs> wow. And just like that, as they say, one play, 12 seconds into the second half, 17 to 13 Bengals. Rams do choose to take this one out of the end zone, and that was not a good idea. They failed to get back to the 20. They're going to have it first and 10 at their own 16. The Bengals with their first lead of the ball game. That uh, 
It doesn't matter what number you got. Uh, T. Higgins has now smashed his over yes, on receiving yards. Yes, yes, so whatever number you got, it is smashed. So if hopefully you had the over and, on that one. And the Rams still an in-game favorite, though by one point now. Mm. Rams minus 125 on the money line, now favored by one. Mr. Pereira's here pretty soon. Sure. We should ask him about, we should. <laughs> about this yeah. one. Oh, wow. He really turned his head, too. No call made. T. Higgins over, as you said, 69 and a half was his number. Uh, he smashes that on one play, quite frankly. That one play alone would have done it. And the Rams now find themselves trailing down for, we don't know about OBJ. Oh! There's a tilt and a pick by the Bengals. And boy, oh boy, has this turned. Scrolling check. Wow. So he was the answer for Ordell Beckham Jr. not being out there. Yes. Single side receiver, and that's not going to fly. And that is not because that is a perfect mm. pass, Mike Pritchard, mm-hmm. right to Scrum. Uh, yeah, he pretty perfect. You should have had that he football. He just stumbled. Reason. He just fell to the ground. That should be caught. Pritchard catching that ball. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. His hands are wrong. Yeah. yeah. His, His hands are wrong. Yeah. His hands were wrong. Yeah. You're right. Um, and that is a pick. Uh, from Chidobi Awuzi, and that is a first and 10 for the Bengals, who just scored on their first offensive play mm-hmm. to go up 17 to 13, and they are in business. First and 10 at the Rams, 31. My goodness, Burrow, little little flat pass out there to uh, Mixon, oh. and uh, that's not going very far. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't, uh, yeah. uh, that wasn't going very far. Boy, oh boy, <laughs> that is that is quick. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Super Bowls. That have had uh, you know big events happen right at the beginning of the second half. Uh, Washington, the ninety-one team that we referenced earlier, Pritch, they were up seventeen nothing against the Bills in the Super Bowl. Andre Collins with a pick six. Was it Collins or Gouvet? I want to say Andre Collins very early in the second half to kind of blow that game open. Mm-hmm. This though changes the lead and quickly on the uh, on the deflection and the pick off the deflection right after that. Good Lord, if the Bengals can put this one in there. And, and I didn't even think to update it. So now Bengals are live three-point favorites, a total of 57 in this. Now the money line's flipped to minus 175 in favor of Cincinnati. Yeah. Wow. Um, my goodness. By the way, uh, I have to tell you, uh, I didn't. yeah, I didn't get it in. I, I was so trying to put in a money line, and it didn't get in oh, for me. Man. But I'll take the plus four and a half and the plus three and a half. Uh, Jalen Ramsey still looks to be upset about the non-call on the uh, on the T. Higgins touchdown. Should have been a call. We'll consult with Mike Pereira as soon as we can uh, get in touch with Mike. Second and 10 now for the Bengals. This, uh, to, to say that this is a pivotal point in a football game would be the understatement of them all. Bengals burrow now flush out of the pocket to the right, or to the left, rather. He is going to, oh, oh he's going to get knocked oh, hard oh, out of Donald bounds. let him know what was up. Aaron Donald now getting in a little uh, skirmish on the sidelines. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to throw a flag and, on this. Oh, boy. Now we have punches a, to the head now and we have up a, there. Almost an old-fashioned Donnybrook there, fellas. <laughs> uh, almost a, a melee. We like to we like to get Donnie Brook into every show, don't we, Kelly? That's we, that's right. And it's too, always like, old fashioned. It's, it's always yeah. old fashioned. There's no new Donnie Brook. Hey, you know, by my count, that's uh, rush number one for Joe Pearl. So just two more, two more, Joe. That's oh, what I, I need. Was it positive yardage? Uh, no, it was for negative one yard. Mm. It's a legal hit Not by Aaron Donald. Yeah, he's in bounds. Yeah, hey, give him a shove. Didn't do anything. Yeah, hey, let him let him know he was there. Oh, oh yeah. that should yeah. Uh, a little shot to Donald on the sidelines. No flag though. No flags though. Right? No flags. See, this 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 is one of those things where yeah. I th- you know people are screaming. And look, the the face mask happened. It did, but 
we can't have it both ways. It's, you can't have let them play and then also right. m- complain about a flag fest either, right? Like it, it, you have to you have to pick your pick your poison here. And if we're gonna let them play, we let them play. There's no flags that just happened right there. There was but guys hitting each other all over the place. I mean, we either let them play or we don't, right? Third and eleven, and Jamar Chase gets Ooh. one yard shy. Mm. So here is the uh, the. The cruel trick of getting within one yard of the chains. Because now, if the Bengals had been four or five yards short, they would just kick the Evan Mm -hmm. McPherson field goal. But now, fourth and one, Zach Taylor's like, we're going for this. He he didn't even hesitate. Didn't hesitate. Well, there's a prop for attempts on fourth down, too, right? Oh, I don't know. Is there? Was there? I saw one. You probably did. Yeah, there is. Okay. Find that one. All right. Fourth and one for the Bengals as we go to break. Huge, huge play in this football game. Fourth and one at the Rams, 22, up four already. Burrow looking. He scrambles up the middle, and he gets it, and he slides. We're coming back. The BetCast right here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VEASAN's Big Game BetCast with Matt Brown and Mike Pritchard. Here's Gil Alexander. VEASAN is in the middle of 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com. Obviously, the Big Game BetCast. Gil, Matt, Mike, and Kelly. After the game, special edition of Follow the Money with Paulie and Mitch. And then the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg. With compl- uh, that'll complete our big game coverage. VEASAN, the sports betting network, completely free all weekend long at VEASAN.com. Big stop after the interception for the Los Angeles Rams, culminating with an Aaron Donald sack of Joe Burrow, the old bull rush. But Evan McPherson, true on the field goal. And that uh, brings up another prop. What's 38 plus 29, Gil? Uh, that would be 67. That is more than 60 and a half field goal yards. Winner! <laughs> can't take those yards away. No, you can't. That's a winner. They're in the book. You can't, yeah. you can't lose those you yards. You can't lose those yards. Those are in. Bengals up 20 to 13 over the Rams. And for the first time in the in-game numbers now, the Bengals are favorites in Super Bowl 56. Winner video. Flaming basketball for that. <laughs> Well done. I like the flame in basketball. 20 to 13 Bengals. Bengals now favored by three with the total at 54. In-game total at 54. Uh, Bengals biggest lead of the game. Biggest spread in their favor of the game. They are minus 155 on the money line. The Rams now go to plus 125 on the money line. Remember again, historically, the Bengals 0 for 2 historically in Super Bowls back in the uh, 80s, beginning part and latter part of that decade, both against the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams 
They won two in St. Louis, but they're 0 for 2 as the L.A. Rams. Ancient history with Vince Ferragamo back in Super Bowl 14, and then you'll remember the Super Bowl just three years ago when they lost to the Patriots 13 to 3. So touch back here. And uh, by the way, has anybody uh, seen Vernon Hargraves? Of the, of the, <laughs> is he still on the Bengals bench after that unsportsmanlike he got earlier in the game? Oh, no. It's Lock like him a, up in the locker room, right? It's like a Thurman <laughs> Thomas not finding his helmet moment. Vernon Hargraves not in uniform running on the field after the Bates I mean, pick. And, and, and we're sitting here talking about it. It's like we're, we're joking about it. But, I mean, you know, we're sitting here talking about that was a prime two-for-one oh. opportunity for them. But like, yeah. once you're starting on your own 10, it just completely changes the calculus of yep. what, you're, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, guys, we've been looking for an opportunity to uh, bring in Mike Pereira, obviously a former official in the NFL, also uh, later the vice president of officiating for the National Football League, head of officiating for the uh, USFL, has been a Fox analyst all these years. He's kind enough to join us for the BetCast. Mike, uh, we found our opportunity finally to uh, to get to speak to you. A couple things. One, uh, T, uh, T. Higgins on the touchdown from Burrow appears to, not appears to, takes Jalen Ramsey and at least moves the helmet some uh, on the face mask. Should that have been a flag? Yeah, absolutely. And and you hit it right in the head. It's the back judge in the middle of the field that has to work that position. The official on the sideline that's looking through the back's not going to see it. But you could you could have called one of two things. And you could have called just a regular face mask penalty, or it could have been offensive pass interference. But you know, there was nothing about officiating in the first half, but this is going to go down as a big momentum play, which could have an outcome, have an effect in the outcome. Mike, when I was playing, uh, the, the officials, or, or certainly as players, we would go up to the officials before the game and kind of get a feel on how tight they were going to call it. Uh, are the officials communicating in any way in today's game? Well, I mean, I, I think you, when you look at it, and you kind of made the reference to it, too, on the skirmish on the sideline. They didn't call a penalty in that skirmish. And, and usually when you get into something like that, you're just trying to keep people apart. You're not really focusing that much if somebody takes a slap to the head or something like that. But, you know, I, I think it's been fine, but you just look at something and you, you have to realize that when we see it in slow motion, it's it's really obvious. I mean, when I saw that pass interference play in the face mask, when I saw it live, I didn't think there was much. But, you know, I, I think they've done a good job in terms of attempting to get the game back in control after it started to get a little bit loose um, at the beginning of the third quarter. But when they're going to look at the video, they're going to say to themselves after the game, dang, I wish I would have got that one. Yeah. Three total penalties called in this football game. Three. That is it. And uh, just sort of alluding back to what, what Pritch was saying, is there is there often, you know, for the, for the gamblers out there, I don't know if you know this, Mike, uh, but gamblers sometimes have conspiracy theories on things. This just in. Really? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware. The uh, I, I'm wondering... Uh, if if there is a, a sort of edict given beforehand where it's like, hey, let them play, let them play, just let this go and, ahead. It, and, of course, I hear that all the time, and, and I, I'm getting it on my Twitter feed, you know, when they're saying the same thing. They're just letting them play. They tell them, New York tells them to let them play. That is not true. But in in really you have to look at it. When you get to a one-and-done game like this in a big game, you you as an official subconsciously – you try to distance yourself from it. You don't want the story to be about you. And sometimes it comes back to haunt you because you get a little lackadaisical and then you miss something obvious like a couple years ago in the championship game with the Rams and the Saints. Um, but, 
you know, they're not told. But if you look at the penalty numbers throughout the whole playoffs, with the exception of the 49er-Dallas um, game, when there were 14 penalties against Dallas, the numbers have been extremely low. And this seems to be following suit. Yeah, even that Bengals-Raiders game, you're right. Even though that we, we sort of recommend it, uh, or sort of remember it, rather, uh, as being clunky officiating, it was clunky, not so much the number of flags. Is that a good uh, yeah. portrayal of it, would you say? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, but that's the game you had to deal with when whistles blew when they didn't. I mean, that game just got so out of hand. And and yet, then when you go from that point on, the officiating's been really smooth throughout the uh, division games and the championship games. Um, but you know, when you get to this level, usually it's one and done. When it's one and done, teams concentrate more. And when you're looking at three penalties, what do we have? Delay of game, false start. That's yeah. two of them. Yeah. And then we just have that ridiculously stupid taunting penalty. So teams play more discipline too. Mike will uh, probably have chance to come back to you again. I'm sure we will. Appreciate you standing by. You got it. Mike Pereira, everybody over at Circa. It is literally a gift. Every time the Rams run the ball, like, I mean, yeah. it, like they, they pass, they're passing the ball with ease. And like, that is nine carries now for Cam Akers for 10 yards. Nine carries for 10 yards. Is that good? I'm curious. That's a pretty bad average. Yeah. Pretty pretty bad, pretty average. bad average. If he wants to get to the over, they're going to need to give him roughly 80 carries in this game. And then he'll get, <laughs> then he'll get, he'll get to his over. I'm liking where we're like at. 60 I'm liking where we're at. But as you point out, they have easily, when going through the air, moved the ball downfield. Now you have a third and five just outside the red zone, down seven at the, at the Bengals 23. Uh, Stafford in shotgun here. Uh, they're going to hand oh, it. Oh, a razzle little dazzle. razzle dazzle. Cooper Cup oh, overthrows yeah. Stafford. It was the wide special? open. On third and uh, third and five, they yeah. ran the Philly special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Coop. I Talk about want, making up plays from the sideline. I, I was right going to say, not that I want to uh, <gasps> comment on the result, but what are you doing? What are you doing? So he hands it off mm-hmm. to, to Henderson, who flips it back to Cup who then throws it way over Stafford's head. You're probably going to get your quarterback blown up right blown there, up. too. Like, you, you, <laughs> like, like. you might get the first down, but you're going to get a crushed quarterback. Aaron Donald not happy mm. on the sidelines with that. And so now you got to kick the field goal, and this is Matt Gay uh, who sinks it right down the pipe. Woo. Talk about bisecting the goalposts. I was going to say, hold up. We thought about that that last time, and then he ended up being short. Yeah, but that was a, that was a uh, what was that, 41 yards? How long was yeah, that? Yeah, that was 41. Yeah, that's, 41. How, that's what mine's going to look like. That's what you're yes. <laughs> that's, right, yeah. that's a whole other story for yeah, another yeah. day. 20 to 16 now in favor of the Bengals. We go to the live lines. Bengals favored by two and a half. The total at 53 and a half in game. Again, that's if you wanted to bet it now. For those not in the know of in game betting, those are the lines that are being thrown out there now. The Rams' money line at plus 120. We're feeling pretty good about our Bengals' bets. Yeah, I feel feel great about it. I mean, again, it's just it's if if McVeigh is going to continue to be insistent on running the ball in, in these situations, and yeah, I feel great. Again, we Acres nine for ten, Henderson four for seven. Michelle won for three. The longest run of the entire day for them is a Matthew Stafford seven-yard scramble. Like, yeah. that is the longest run mm-hmm. of the entire day for this team. And Pritchard, I mean, you know, we, we talked about it earlier on. And, like, yeah, you know, they, they do, you know, script out plays. Maybe you just want to stay to that. But, like, now you get to this point and you see how ridiculously futile this effort has been. It almost seems like it's being stubborn, right? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they're averaging 1.8 yards per attempt rushing the football right now. I mean, that's ridiculous, really, even if you're trying to set up play action stuff. Uh, which I think they are, and that's mm-hmm. why 
you're still sticking with the run. Uh, but you're down a tremendous weapon in Odell Beckham Jr. And how much comfort does Matthew Stafford have with Skronik and all these mm -hmm. other guys? So uh, we'll see. I mean, right now, everything's condensed right now for the Rams in our offense. They're not really trying to threaten deep. Uh, but I think they're going to get to that in that fourth quarter. Which, for sure. What you just said there, though, Mike, the, the OBJ absence mm -hmm. feels a lot bigger than I would have anticipated it to be. Like, if you had said to me, oh, at some point in the game, he's right. going to go out with an injury, do you think that will be that will have massive impact? It feels to me, a layman, uh, that, that it does have massive impact, and the Rams feel very discombobulated. Yeah, it. I think so. I think you're right, Gil, because you go back to the touchdown pass that he had. That was a package. That was a, a distinct play for him to run in the red zone right there, and it worked. Uh, so I think he was more involved in the game plan just from that perspective. Uh, now you got to adjust all that. Who else do you want to feature? How, do, how else do we open up Cooper Cup if, if possible? Does OBJ throw that pass otherwise? Mm. Then instead of Cooper Cup? Right. Good point. I don't know. Looked pretty sweet when he was throwing the ball earlier this postseason. Coming back, Bengals by four in game line, two and a half in favor of Cincinnati. Coming back on the BetCast right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs> 